Hey guys, Josh here. Um, Jonathan wanted us to have a segment about supporters culture, and I said, let's do it! And here it is. Patchpatrol.com! In this episode, we are talking about Patch Patrol, a group that is dedicated to community, creativity, and charity. If you'd like to find out more info on them, you can visit their Facebook page or patchpatrol.com. I wanted to ask you guys uh, some patch questions, given that you are both uh, administrators in Patch Patrol, and Randy, you run patchpatrol.com, so you do the the scanning of all the patches when they come out um, and post it with all the details. So you are both patch guys. What makes you like patches more than scarves? Well, you can you can have seven or you can have seven hundred patches, right? And they fit in a couple boxes. You can't have seven hundred scarves, and so it's really a capacity issue for you. Uh, I just don't find scarves that interesting. Um, Do you have a game day scarf? Yeah, it's my gold fringe, no pity, that I got after we won the cup. I have a couple regular versions of the, the black fringe or whatever but it's the gold fringe and then when i first got into it, it was like, i gotta have a cascadia scarf i gotta have the and then it's like i'm never gonna wear these i just just gold fringe that's it and you patches for me over. um yeah scarves were too hard to um collect right at the beginning so the, the and pr- price wise and price wise and yeah being able no one want even now no one wants to give anything up that's rare and with the patches, I always made patches, so it's fun to, you know, just continue that and make more. And, and, and I like giving, and it's a cheaper price point. You can't just go around and give kids scarves. Well, you can, but you can go around and give every kid a patch right, and they feel special. A dollar something a piece by exactly. the time you get them made or whatever. Just from a design standpoint, it's it's cooler. There's, it's cooler to get, more, yeah. And you can put more of your designs on one thing than you can with a scarf. You're not, you know, I know there's a few people like, who is it? Like Greg Donnelly, I Craig. think. Doesn't he wear like 12 scarves? Or no, he wears one scarf. No, Christopher Guzman wears like scarves okay. around his arms and stuff. Huh. Damn is it. That, I mean, that's become a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, but it's like, uh, I guess, good luck in whatever oh, scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so next question is explain your love hate relationship with patchpatrol.com the website or you could say the group too the Facebook group is fine oh it's internet so there's always drama right and people think we have too many rules when we don't you know we don't really have that many rules for that how many members Uh, there's almost 2,000 yeah it's like 1,900 and something I think now you have to have rules when you have 2,000 people. And we don't really have rules. We just have, we have a few basic, basic rules. Like, don't rules. step on other people's feet when right. they're going to release something. Don't use a player likeness without permission. I'll and do it, that. I don't give a shit. It's not enough to be like, but, oh, yeah, I tried and I couldn't not, get a hold of them. So I yeah, it if anyway. you do it, it's not like we're going to fight you. Don't reuse somebody else's design unless it's unless you're reusing like trademark, like corporate material. Like Reuse a Coke logo, sure. But don't reuse somebody's design that somebody made and then make version two without their consent. Um, and then don't use NPO stuff. Um, what are the other rules? Don't make money off your oh, yeah, patches. Just, that's, well, that's our supporter culture in general. We try not to profit off each other. Right. 
there are people that will always do it and we try to space out good for them but try to space out releases so that people aren't releasing things on top of each other because people have you know they have finite amount of money and they can only you know you, you can only afford to buy so much at once and so you know people get sometimes bent out of shape like that like we're trying to micromanage we're just but we're basically just trying to keep we're basically trying to keep 2,000 people happy and no matter what you do there's going to be someone that doesn't like it not stress out travis yeah. <laughs> so that like it leads like you guys brought it up but it leads to one of my other questions which is the the selling patches for a profit so I understand that when you initially release uh, a patch obviously there's not a profit and if you do make profit you're supposed to donate it to a charity that's right. part of the the ethos or ethos depending on how you want to say that but in the secondary market of trying to find rare patches there is clearly an identified market value of right. of a specific patch and you can get things on ebay which in full transparency like when i was first getting into this and i wanted to get older shit i bought shit on ebay just because i could right um and certainly paid for well shame for shame well over face value of what it was however um the, the to me, the cash part, uh, and this is where I'll probably differ with you guys, uh, I don't think you should specifically go out and try to make a profit, but if you bought something for $3 uh, and it's later worth 100 I don't think you should not have to sell it if you could sell it for 100 bucks. And um, not that... It, it, I just... I That's where I fall on that line. I just... Um, I don't know. So that, that falls out of the official guidelines of the group, really. Um, and that, that's you know we can still be friends. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> so like so, but it's if if you bought a patch for three dollars right. and then it's super old and rare now, and then someone will take twenty patches, which cost you three dollars for each patch to do that trade. That is the same thing. Yeah, you got a point there, and that's a point that other other people bring up, and other people bring up it's it's yours to do with whatever you want whenever you, when you buy it you just have the the whole supporter culture to deal with yeah and it's really you know they're the ones who are coming down on you we're not really coming down on you for it if someone wants to buy a patch for a hundred dollars more power to them to buy it you know i bought patches for a lot of money for shame just because i wanted it yeah, yeah. Uh, no same as you yeah if i see it on ebay and i'm like Oh, that's Should a reasonable. I that patch, yeah, I'll yeah. do it. I bought a scarf like that too. You know, same same reason why you'll buy a jersey for my people buy things to make a profit on. So I think that people possibly originally started to keep people from making super small. That's another rule uh, rule that people get bent out of shape about is the the fact that you're not supposed to make small runs of things, and and that was started to keep people from making a small run of a patch. And then using that as leverage to trade for other stuff. Um, I mean, that happens uh, now even with the the Trogdor patch that got released, yeah. where it's like you know ten are released into wild into the wild at random, and it becomes all of a sudden you're trading you know something really crazy old to get a Trogdor. The Trogdor patch is rad. Um, I love it. Um, my dog Casey is all over Josh. Like she cannot get enough of him <laughs> right now. Um, but so I, 
the thing that makes me the most angry with any type of money exchanging hands during uh, patches is when patches are given away for free and then later sold. So you and I have done, um, we did the blacked out, you know, anti-fascist. And you mostly picked up that. I mean, all I did was tack extra money on the end of that order because it bumped it up to a price to yeah a different and then yeah. we just gave them away and that right. was the whole point and we did the um, uh the pentagram patch uh where again not money i don't want money just have fun with them but then when you see them appear in uh someone's pile that they're selling and i'm just like come on man like that's legit free no I, so yeah, I- I mean, is that any different from trying to trade one of those? No, I guess not. And so I I think what I'm going to do is um, uh, imprint on the back of the next run of patches. It says this patch was free um, when initially, you know, acquired (laughs) Uh, just because that pisses me off. But um, like stickers on those old when you used to go to buy a an album it would say pay no more than yeah <laughs> 598 was that back in 1961 yeah. yes that was okay cool just checking <laughs> 60 <laughs> that was in 1971 you son of a bitch 45s um all right so so you guys are um uh in in the culture of patch patrol patch royalty so everyone probably uh, assumes that you have every patch uh, but uh, I know that you don't. Okay. So what patch do you want that you don't have? I actually have maybe 40 or 50 patches right now. I My goal last season was to give away everything and start over. And I sort of almost did it. So now it's just it's fun again to try to like everything is new to me. Really? Um, you, get, you gave away? I gave away almost everything. I kept a few like whatever was on my shorts I kept. Yeah. And because I have patch shorts because I'm a super nerd. I hate those shorts. You and Matthew, how do you say it's a Crittenden? Yeah. And, well, that's and Travis has got a patch. Yeah. Shorts. So what, what patch do you not have now that you want? Um, I don't really know. Um, I would like the Godzilla one. I sort of like that Godzilla one. The giant backpack? Yeah that Chris did. Mm-hmm. I like that thing. I like that 1975, um, the, the, the double-sided, double-bladed saw that he did also. I like right. those. I like the, I'm sort of into the canvas patches right now. I have the tank roll. Which one's that? There's like 25 of those made, I think. That's correct. I never even saw that. Sean Burns, I think, did that. It's a tank girl mashup. Oh. Um, uh, I, what about I w- you, Randy? I would like to get a couple of the older ones. Like, um, I'd like to get... Um, hmm. Soothing. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> either there's so many or he really does have them on. Well, he's you just know, trying every, to I want name the, one. No one, one the, knows what he has. Yeah. I want the... Ori- everyone knows what I have. I've been it's in Randy's house. My profile. It's got all 700 of Even them when he's not been there. Um <laughs> Oh, see, that explains why my kids are sassing me. Yeah. <laughs> you tell your dad to shut up. Uh, the original, like the grandfather of all patches, the the 107 patch, the, yeah. I don't know what you call it, but it's. Is that the one that someone did a, a remake of that's no two sizes? Oh, it, no, it's before that. It's a little like that, yeah. Is it? Or reminiscent of that? Yeah. Hang on, we're going to have to edit some of this out. Let me. Yeah, so do you not know what patch you want? I 
Cthulhu. I couldn't remember what the word. It just you don't had, have a one brain, of those? had a brain fart. I um, just gave one away. No. Yeah, he just you, you gave, just gave it to one me, away? and I didn't. Well, that's I right. said no and gave it. Who did you give it to? I don't even remember. I can't think I of know. his name on top of my head. You're always giving stuff away. Jason you're, you're, you've got a, a big heart. Um, yeah, that's one I want, but I'm not going to be like, hey, you gave one away. Do you have another one that I can have? You could have asked. <laughs> well, I whatever. might give you one. Um, no, the one, the PTFC Forevermore, which is yeah. technically yeah, yeah, yeah. or allegedly the first ever patch. Um, that's one I'd like to have, but you know, I'm not actively trying to get it because I, I, it's just one of those things that if I app if it happens, it'll happen. Yeah, you're not going to get that in the trade. Right. It's never going to just happen because um, I said, hey, what do you want? I wouldn't mind having the Half-Life patch. Oh, um, I had that too. I gave that away. <laughs> well, from now on, whenever you want to give something away, just run that by <laughs> yeah. me first. What about you? Uh, what patch do I want that I don't have? Yeah. I pretty much have everything. Um. Oh, I want Pride of the North End. I'd like that. I'd like to actually wear that one. That one's a good one. I had one of those last season. I really to someone. Uh, I I feel I have to update my my patchpatrol.com, but I have either a acquired and let go um, of pretty much every patch except the super old ultra rares which you've just mentioned. So, right. but everything else I've had. So I I've, I've had like the only one that I would I would probably try to get back would be the the OG Howie, and I've had that twice and given it away twice. The the what is that hexagon shaped one? No, the no, it's, uh, a it's just Company. it's a it's a square. It's um, the yellow background with the uh, two cannons, the, the purple two cannon howitzers. It's from oh, right. It's from the mid two thousands, I think, like two thousand something. I forget what. Um, but uh, I gave one to the dude who was on your curling team or whatever the hell that thing Tim, was. Tim Aaron? Or yeah, or was not it Tim Aaron. Eric Eli? Wolf? Eric, yeah. Yeah, Eric Wolf. And then I gave the other one to Brandon Breitenstein. Um, where it's like when you come across those patches in the wild, it's like, yeah, I want them because I want them, but not because I'm actually going to sew it onto a, a vest. And so if someone's actually going to use it and want to wear it, then, then yeah, they can have it. Um, it's just fun to acquire. And once you've built up a war chest of patches, you can get anything you want. It's just a matter of finding out what the other person totally. is going to be interested in. Um, but like, yeah, last season I was giving away like, if someone wanted something and it was rare and I had it, I'd fully just give it to them. If it wasn't on something like on my yeah. shorts or anything, I don't care about it. Well, I, I still care about it, but I'm trying to curb my collection. I went you know, through, like, I'm such a collector. I went through a period of um, maybe like a, one, a month where I was, I would go to games or whatever and I would make lopsided trades in favor of somebody that just showed up and yep. be like, Hey, I want this. And then and like, I'm like, there's no, you, there's no way just go away. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, and then half the time, uh, I think they, they probably thought they were pulling one over on me, but, uh, some, yeah. some, yeah. like, Oh my God, this guy. But yeah, you know, so, cause some of those people I've never seen again ever. Like, I don't know what happened to them, but I, I did, I did do that for about a month. Just trying to give people things that were, way above the pay grade or whatever yeah. you want to say. But, um, and then I stopped and I got greedy again. I stopped being greedy because I just don't like, it's fun to watch people be happy when they really want something, yeah. you know, and mostly with 
2,000 people in the group, trying to get anything old is probably impossible when everyone hoards. Right. So if I have it and I'm not using it, I'll fully just like throw it in my trade bag. And if they see it, cool. Sometimes I'll go a match and people won't even see like rare stuff that's in the bag. And then later someone will just be looking through and be like super happy. I'll be like, just take it. Yeah. Pause for one second. Yeah. Brianna is going to come in the front door. So the dogs will bark. Let's get some dogs on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're sort of done anyway. I still have a few more uh, questions, but I can, I can skip. I've only been talking about the patch shit for so long because I thought that was the end of it. No, I have. (laughs) So the dogs will, will bark. Um, No, um, tied in from before. Uh, Julie Marie gave me a Cascadia Cup 2012 patch like that. She was just like, oh, oh. I have one she of those. She just was like, here. And that was like, it, yeah. was, it was an amazing moment for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, um, if, I'm saving up. I have some, not super rare, but I have some kind of rarest things that I'm saving to, for an opportunity like that, waiting for somebody that... You know, it's not got to be more than just like, hey, I want this patch. But um, you, you recognize those moments when they come when someone's definitely been looking for something for a while. If someone's been looking, I'll gladly give them yeah. whatever. Yeah. That So that was one of my next questions was, uh, what was the easiest hard-to-get patch you attained, and what did you do to get it? Uh, that was probably that 2012, 2012 Cascadia Cup. Cup. I got it gifted to me, and I guess I got it gifted to me because... I must have fooled her into thinking I was like a wonderful person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was probably the one that you can't speak of, the Illuminati one, which just randomly showed up in my mailbox. Oh, nice. I know it was, it was a little bit disappointing to find out that there was the the only really qualifications for that patch was you just had to order two of one set yeah. back in the day or whatever. Like <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't, if you any, ordered two sets of the Atari patch, it was just a silly bonus one. patch. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I don't think I ever got gifted anything that was uh, super old, but the person who I would say took the most pity on me in the beginning was Sarah Miller. Oh, yeah. um, and so I remember going to, PZ one and um, she had this like just sack of patches where she was like you put one in you take one out and ah, the old take one leave one yeah and uh, she still kept an eye on what you were taking for what you were giving but if like, it was very clear that in the beginning when I was like I don't know what I'm doing uh, and she let me take at that point I think it was a blacked out 107 and a joy division patch Oh. Uh, and I put in like an MLS, uh, the Cascadia thing that you made and some other thing. Um, <laughs> at the time, like I was like, wow, this is, this is legit. I was pretty pumped, but that was, that was, I think my first foray into someone taking pity on me, uh, to get a good patch. You know, that MLS patch, how many of those I made? A thousand? No, I think it was, well, I'll look it up right here and then we'll edit out the, this um, one? Yeah. 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 What's your favorite? What's your rarest patch? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Or is that not a lot of you? Talked about. Come back to that. Uh, 2000. I made 2000 of those patches. 
with wow. the MLS Cascadia patch. And the reason we made made so many was because I had, oh, yeah, we had that for sale in groups outside of uh, Patch Patrol in Cascadia Trifecta. And so we had people from Seattle ordering. We had people from Vancouver, um, Vancouver ordering. And then we didn't Seattle end up being dicks about it. No, uh, Timber's army ended up. <laughs> no, <laughs> thanks a lot. Well, not, not dicks, but part of that was um, shocker. With the money that was made by those, we I had I gave away. I can't remember. not clear, but it's like five hundred patches to each supporters group. Um. And I think I, I chose one from uh, Seattle because they have a bunch of different ones. I can't remember which one it was. It was probably Emerald City, ECS, and the other one. What are the, the who? Are, Gorilla. Yeah, Gorilla FC. Anyways, gave 500 patches of that design to each supporters group as part of this um, order, and everyone was stoked. I don't know what they did with them. I don't know, but um, I gave 500 to to 107 and they. Were like, yeah, we can't. They were reluctant to take them because they were worried about um, trying to sell them, or I don't know. They were worried about backlash. Was what was the line I was told? They were worried about backlash with the front office, and so I don't know whatever what they ever did with those. They were yeah, gonna maybe because clearly fighting against the front office is something that they're not willing to do. <laughs> well, this was if they don't make it, they don't like it. Yeah back in 2016 so yeah uh so i love that patch is it the clicking no oh the um i love that patch uh and i gave many versions of that to my buddies who live in seattle and my uh one of my really good friends chip the one who brought his kids down for the you know seattle game last year uh, he is in construction and he has a, you know, his construction jacket and that's a patch he just put straight on nice. it. So, um, you know, in case you don't know what this is, it's a, it's the MLS logo, but it's, um, replaced with the cascade, the flag of Cascadia in it. So it's a mashup of the two of those. You're gonna- yes. Yeah. And then, so the rarest patch I have is probably the 2012 Cascadia. Let, let him, let him ask that again. Oh, what was your rarest patch? My rarest patch is the 2012 Cascadia Cup, which was clearly on someone's vest at some point because it's dirty and has holes in it. You can't wash it. No, man. That's part of the fun. When you get an old patch that's been used, and anytime I gift it or give one away or trade something, I, I'm very clear. I'm saying this has clearly been through war, and I think people like that more than Yeah, because you don't want the shiny one. Yeah. <laughs> so it says there were 100 of those made. There may be a hundred of those made, but uh, those are ones that don't, the uh, the amount of offers that I received for that patch when I posted it in a, hey, what patches do you want post? Mm-hmm. Uh, it Someone offered me game worn signed Nagby jersey and two scarves and Jeez. five super rare patches. It's the, of all the things that I've ever floated out there, that is what I got the most offers on and the most, the most immediate, that's the patch that I want. Um, so, well, uh, I'm going to be selling the one that I got for free from Julie. To, on, yeah. On eBay. <laughs> You're going to put it on eBay. Cause you've just told me that's okay. So, <laughs> uh, um, I, I am, uh, so what I do is throughout the year, kind of what you do, like you, um, uh, 
build up a bunch of stuff and then you give it away. So at some point next year, I will do the same thing where I will try to acquire a bunch of really cool rare shit and then uh, give it away or trade it at super easy rates for people who are new or people who promise to put it on a vest. Gotcha. Yeah, the putting it on something is usually the best. Yeah. I don't like when people hoard. <laughs> yeah. Randy. You're, I, not, you're not even glaring at me. <laughs> I am a I I don't I don't have a single vestment. I have one patch on one hat, which was the blacked out uh anti-fascist patch that we did. That's the only thing I ever put on anything. Huh. I've got some on hats and handful on uh like a sweatshirt and then backpacks. Huh. I did do a backpack, um, but I mean, I've never made a vestment. It is on my list of things to do. Yeah. Um, just n- probably not going to do it. So, <laughs> um, all right. So that I only have a few more questions here. So uh, if you could redesign any patch ever created, what would you do and why? So it doesn't have to be your patch. It could be anyone's patch you've ever had or seen. Um uh, is there something that you would change about oh, it? Oh, like a missed opportunity? Yeah. Ooh, that's hard. And you don't have to have an answer. You should uh, have asked me this before so we could uh, like... I don't have an answer other than, you know, I would probably want to tweak some of the ones that I did. Just, you know, because when you're, when you're designing stuff, sometimes you're just like so keyed into it and you're so wrapped up in it that you can't step away in the, and see the errors or the problems yeah. and so there's some patches that I've done that I've, I feel that way about but I don't have I can't think of what somebody else's stuff that I would have liked to have done a quick like two that I could see just by doing a quick search would be the little Beirut ones that MPO just released they're oh, horrible oh, I hate this. and I, I know they did them quick and they're woven but really that's so iconic you could have done something a million times better like don't release it. Don't release it. Release it as a back patch with either of those icons yeah. and you could make it so much better and make more money not a, for not a fan of the woven patches, even though they're more expensive to produce, but I, I'm with you guys on this one. I, I those yeah, both of those designs. The singing in the rain patch they it's did. It's making my eye twitch yeah. right now. Just like yeah. I want to like woven patches. You can, the detail you can get in them is, you know, unbelievable. But I just, I agree. I feel like the little bay root patch should have been a back patch and um, stitched. And I think they could have sold a gazillion of those. Um, and why don't they, you know, also just sell an MPO sweatshirt that has the axes on it with the rows? Just that's it. Like a simple thing that's a staple that they could always generate lots of income with kind of like the no pity scarf like it's always yeah, a guarantee it's always, it's always going to be you can sell them and you can make them in such quantity that they're cheap and sell them still for $45 and yep. sell them all day long or even have it say no pity down the sleeves mm-hmm. there's a million like the old victory well, that's stuff the, that's the timbers army's t-shirt though isn't that what that is the logo shirt that's what that is. and the and the purpose of that they scarf have? is not to make money it's to well, that's, I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. No, but I'm saying they need to have more merch <laughs> to make money, to generate funds. You think they don't have enough money? They have way more money than they're ever going to need yeah. <laughs> until, until it comes they're, time um, to buy a yeah, building. They have to buy a building next year. What are, you, what are they going to do? Is it next year for sure? Probably. Hmm. 
<laughs> that was the best backtrack I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Possibly. Yeah. They're going to have to buy a new one next year. Are you sure? Possibly. Um, <laughs> I said probably. It could be true. Uh, uh, I, so the only patch that I might consider changing um, would be uh, our own, I would say, which was the, the please foul on Nagby. Uh, which I still love, and I think it's inherently hilarious. Um, and I think that people explain it. Uh, yeah. So there was a patch originally created by Tyler Tyler McDonald, which was the the Gadsden flag, yeah. uh, which was don't foul on Nagby, as opposed to the don't tread on me, because he was the most the, fouled player for several years in MLS. Yeah, because he was the best player, like right. in that sense, like you know he could do amazing things. And so when he left the the Timbers, I asked him, uh, uh, him being uh, Tyler, uh, I said, hey, uh, can I do uh, a, a opposite version where it's please foul on Nagby now that he is no longer a Timber and. He thought that was hilarious uh, and said, yeah, absolutely. But apparently the dude who did the actual design for the original patch didn't think it was funny and got mad. And I think he quit Patch Patrol or maybe he blocked me. Oh, no. So you made that without his permission? I made that with Tyler's permission because he's the one who produced the patch. Okay. But the guy who did the actual artwork. um, Uh, Well, come on. Yeah, and I was like, that dude can, you know, whatever, go pound salt. Um, But That was was Tyler's original idea. Yeah, it was Tyler's idea. He he got a freelance guy to do do it. And the guy who did the actual design. uh, And someone's like, you didn't even check to make sure if it was okay to use it. And I was like, I did. I I asked the dude who's listed as this, like the the record um the only thing i might do differently to remove some of the controversy uh controversy would have been to put a question mark at the end of the sentence um as please foul on nagby to make it a question because people were implying that i wanted nagby to get hurt and i was like no it's the it's the exact opposite of what the patch was it was don't foul on him and now he's not with us so you have to foul on right and And, didn't we make it a little bigger so you could cover <laughs> the other yeah, patch we, we did taking it off. There was one person who I saw that had that as like the top of like the old patch and then top of their their jean jacket, and they took the new one and they slightly so covered it up. But you it. could still see it a little bit. And I thought that was funny. Uh, so that's kind of a little bit like the the not really, but the controversy of that the guy that was going to make the make the army great again patch. Oh yeah, that did not actually, go over. Well. Actually, had it had gotten as far as the sew out concept. And yeah, did not go over well. People were not happy about dragging about any associate, any possible association with the MAGA movement. But I, the guy meant it as like a as a joke, as a joke. Like yeah. it's like like poking fun at that. But it was just there was just didn't no he way take to, money and then refund it? Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't. He the guy that took money. I don't think he did. The guy that took money and refunded it is the insane clown posse patch. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! I kept telling him to. I tried to. T- I, I yeah. Tried right. to convince him to keep it. So right as as the arbitrator arbitrators is that the word I'm looking for? Arbitrators. Arbitrators of the as the arbiters as the arbiters. Yeah. Of the rules in the group, um, you you try to people complain. Oh, they're they're stifling creativity, and it's like so we, we didn't come out and say to this guy because he was in touch with me. You and know, me throughout the whole process, you know, like even when it, when it first popped into his head as an idea, and I, and I was like, yeah, you know, 
probably not going to be well received, but I didn't. I did everything I could to sort of steer him away from making that. Outside of saying you cannot make that, you, you shall can, not pass. Yeah, you can make whatever you want to, and that was one of the things that I was when I remember when I first joined Patch Patrol on Facebook, uh, and people were bitching about Princess Leia and a Thorns related patch. And oh right, so yeah. many, that was what four years ago. There was, it was just oh right when right when. Um, when she died, when Carrie yeah, Fisher died. Carrie Fisher died. Oh, was that my patch that I was? No. no uh, so I, I jumped right into the comments because it was really fun. Um, <laughs> but I don't under, people get so worked up over some shit. And the, the ICP one, if the dude wants to make it, he should make it. Just understand that uh, it's not going to do well. People but, aren't going to. But it was doing well. He already, no, he already it had it funded. Yeah. Like he sold enough to have it funded and I was telling him just go with it. If that's what, it, you know, there's people that are going to say they're going to buy your patch and just not vocally buy it. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the number of people in the group and the, the number of new people that are ready to jump on anything. Yeah. You can fund literally almost anything. He didn't sell that. Many. that it was like 50 yeah. patches or something. Okay. There were like my five last, juggalos in the TA. My last patch order I sold to 30 people. Yeah, well, you didn't have a. That was like a sketchy release. You didn't show any. You didn't tell anybody I what know, it was. But yeah, there's no, <laughs> no picture. Okay, so a lot of mine I've actually had to like help fund. Whose huh. phone is dinging or that's computer? Me. Um, that's probably me. I don't know. I'm on mute. Um, the, so, the beef with the ICP one though was specifically that the, those guys are sexist or homophobic, they're transphobic, blah blah blah, and had to like try to research that after the fact because I don't listen to them at all besides the magnets thing which was funny I don't even know what that is I hate they had a song with a video they're like what are magnets it's magic or some you know no clue that's worth checking out because it's funny so they were worried about sexism um, homophobia and there is not a single band that you can go back through that hasn't done something. Case in point is the Guns N' Roses patches. Guns N' Roses patches. did not see that uproar. Zarek Valentin, when he was injured towards the end of the season and the Timbers were going to make it into the playoffs and he was walking around Key Bank with a Wu-Tang hat. If you look at any Wu-Tang lyrics from, you know, whatever, or if someone made a joke, like I thought about doing a few mashups with old rap groups, but you can't even do that. I mean, based on that standard. So ICP or like DMX for for instance the the oh, I remember the name of the song where the hood at um, if you heard it you would know it. it's a great song but there is a whole verse in there that is like the most homophobic thing you've ever heard in your entire life but you wouldn't know that unless you listen to the song and paid attention to the specific lyrics and I'm not proposing yeah, doing same it. with like brand Nubian yeah like, <laughs> it's there is some terrible shit out there and so I felt bad that 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 dude was being called out for using ICP in weird, the terrible weird thing was, is he wasn't even, he's not a juggalo. He's not an ICP fan. I see. I think, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are in real life, who was going to make the ICP patch, but you must be in some way, shape or form. Right. Well, yeah. How on earth would you make a, just didn't want to admit it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you just don't want someone to know. I don't know how you could make. Yeah. I don't know how you could make an ICP patch and not be supportive or not like ICP. Hmm. So, um, so, uh, I, I'll skip to the last two remaining questions. Um, maybe this should be a regular segment. 
It really could be okay. a, a regular segment. I think it should be just given the fact that we're all super involved. But uh, the next question is uh, for you, Randy, how long until me and Josh to fire orders and make merchandise specifically patches for this podcast? A year. Next no, month. no, no. I'm not saying what your, your request is. Oh, how, how long, long until, until we defy your order? <laughs> Next month it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because when you leave you here today, Josh said question. he was going to hang out <laughs> for an extra minute or two. With his drawing pad. Yeah. Drawing pad. So what, Don't Randy, curse what, it. what, what is your... are still interested in doing it. What is your aversion to merchandise? What's the point of it if it, if, if when it's so new? Like, why, why? Why if you were in a band, would you make a t-shirt for your first show? No. Why not? Unless it was part of some grander vision I had as some sort of stunt. Are that you saying the, that you don't have a grand vision for this podcast? Because that's what I heard. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been kicked out of a, a, a lot yeah. of bands, uh, mostly because I was more interested in making merch and uh, flyers <laughs> as or whatever, to- as opposed to actually practicing. Um yeah, well, what's the point in doing that now if we don't even know if it's going to be around for a while? Let's make sure that we keep doing it. And then, what? Yeah. So, what is your timeline? Why would I buy something like? It's you not. Know, you wouldn't sell it. Or why would I wear something if I didn't? You know, based on one. You don't episode, wear the shirt of the band on, you're going to go see. Based on two episodes or whatever. I mean, these two episodes are pure genius. So we will be holding auditions for Randy's yeah. job. So it's going to be new person and two random dumb dudes. Uh, <laughs> podcast. New, new leader. Right. Yeah. That's, that's my aversion. So your, your aversion is that it is too soon. Yeah, too soon. Okay, so if it is too soon, at what point would it be acceptable? A year. A year. year, yeah. With stickers? I don't. Yeah. No. Okay. What if we get and like your, what if we get urinal cakes and we put okay, them in the cakes. shirts? Sure. Shirts for as just ourselves to wear to games. A I'm, shirt with your own podcast on it to the games. Yeah. Oh, dude, are you going to be giving all guy? the players? No. It's, I think stickers are appropriate. Stickers. Okay. Yeah, I think stickers, coasters sure. are appropriate. Uh, and dude. I would toss them on the tables at Timbers games, mm-hmm. and embroidered North Face jackets. Uh, let's, let's kick it up a a level there, at least Patagonia. And that's minimal. Uh, that's my bare minimum acceptance. Disposable stuff like that. Stickers. Sure. Coasters. I don't get What about those old pens where there was the lady and then when you turn it the other way, it was the naked naked. lady. As long as you pose for that. (laughs) It doesn't have to be a lady. That could be any gender. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that they had dudes with wangs. Um, (laughs) those are the ones you had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, okay. So what we've learned is that we're going to defy Randy's orders in at least a month. Um, and we'll be starting a secondary podcast. Yeah. Secondary Spin-off. podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a name and I'm just going <laughs> to skip it. Um, and then, um, uh, the last question is also for Randy. Uh, Randy, why do you specifically hate Blankenship and Guzman's patches? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Please answer. Just, uh, just curious. Oh my god! I don't hate anybody. I don't hate their patches. Um, somebody said I was picking on. Oh, Guzman said I was picking on Travis Blankenship because um, every time he's, I'm always harping him. Uh, I, that is, I was like, that's not true. And then someone's like, well, I went through and looked, and you, you do send, tend to comment on everything. Part of that, I uh, sat back <laughs> so, and I thought about it. And I was like, God, you know, maybe it is true. And then feedback re- is tough sometimes. I realize, um, 
you know, I cried in the tub. <laughs> uh, I thought about it and, um, you know, maybe it is true, but it's not, I don't, there's no personal attack or whatever. And it's, and the biggest part of it is, is he is our most prolific producer uh, that produces the most on a regular basis. And so, and produces good stuff, generally speaking. And yeah. And, uh, making sure that he is reminding, you know, his releases or anyone that's going to be releasing stuff on a very regular time schedule that they're echoing the values and it doesn't, it's not accusatory. It's more like you need to make sure that you're doing these things. We need to remind people that you don't make money off these releases because you know, there's a lot of releases out there and there's not always a lot of talk about where the extra money is going. And believe me, there is extra money from these releases. It's, it's hard to lose money on a patch run. I've done it like once or twice, but especially now with the group with this many people, it's hard to lose money in a patch room. There's always going to be some extra money. And so it's important that we're out there reminding people. And that's one of Travis Diskin, the guy who started this whole thing. That's his primary goal besides making cool stuff is to raise money for charities. And so we need to make sure that people know that and are reminded of that because we have a thousand people that have joined in the last year and a half or whatever they don't have the history of the group. They don't know that that's, you know, the, we're not just here to make cool stuff. We're here to do worthwhile things with the cool stuff that we make. And so that people need to be a reminder of that. Yeah. So you get like collective good from producing a really cool patch and someone like Travis, you might have higher expectations of than someone who does a random patch, like every, you know, once a year where you're like, just don't forget the theoretically, I have the same expectations for everyone, but you know, Maybe I didn't because I... Wow, that was a really good answer. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Sorry, Travis. Blankenship. Yeah. But we're good. We're good. Travis and I are good. Mm -hmm. I don't think we ever had... (laughs) We didn't have a... There's no problem. That's not what he told me. Yo, Travis, as soon... Like, when we turned these mics off, and he was like, dude, that dude sucks. All of his patches are garbage. (laughs) I was talking to him yesterday, and he said he wanted to call in. So here he is. We're patching him in right now, (laughs) Yeah. Hi, this is Travis. I know that's not true because I'm running the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, those were uh, the majority of the questions that I have. I I uh, I will now that if we make this a somewhat regular segment on this podcast, I will save some of my other questions. Okay. Um, and I think it would be good to do a post patch patrol party uh, recap of people who win. I think um, we might have. We might have spent way too much time talking about patches and that we may be oversaturating that coverage, but sure. Those are our people. Okay. Yeah, those are our people. Even the people that I'm hounding. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? So that was our first supporters culture segment. And we plan on having a few more in the future and tag them on at the end of every episode. If you'd like to get a hold of us, our email is portlandvanity at gmail.com. We are available to download on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash portlandvanity. And our new phone number, if you want to leave a voice message, is 503-583-4235. Have a great day, guys.